Yeah, and we back. Hate the Genius Podcast, episode 14. I am your, your instructor. I am your conductor. I am... I am me, Felix, Mighty FP, a.k.a. Patterson Coke. Ain't no joke, son. Um, We're back. Woo. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but I'm here. The clock's ticking. What am I talking about? I don't know. Yo, Thurman, I'm going to start it. Let's just get it started, son. Let's just get it started. Um, All right. Compose yourself, mister. Um, Thurman versus Garcia. Anybody out here into it? Let's, let's just set it off with Thurman versus Garcia. Uh, super duper uh, uh, unification bout. Uh, Keith, one time Thurman versus Danny Swift Garcia this past Saturday. Um, I don't know when you're going to hear this. So uh, to me, it was this past Saturday. Um, great fight. Well, I can't say it was great. It was a good fight. I, I, I don't want to exaggerate and say it was a great fight. Because in my opinion, um, Keith just outclassed him. Like other than the like, he he was smart with his shit. The 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 object of the game is hit and not be hit. For all you Mayweather fucking haters, for all you haters of the money team, the game the name of the game is hit and not be hit in boxing. You know what I'm saying? So Keith Thurman pretty much did that. Like he came out swinging he came out like he came out to win and you can't fault him for that he was like really trying to show him listen i'm about this life and danny he's a slow starter um i think he could have did more i know he could have done more but for whatever reason he wasn't letting his hands not even he wasn't letting his hands go he just couldn't he couldn't find the right spot to to put it on him because when he did get a chance to touch him in the stomach you can see it in Keith's face, like that. That 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 hurt him. That could have been the that could have been the deciding factor had Danny found a way to get to his stomach and put the beats on the lower body, but he didn't. Um, this it was true. His lateral movement is horrible. Like Danny can't keep up when you move side to side. When you bouncing around him and moving, he can't. He's a he's a straight up. He he sets down and he 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 positions himself to let go of them hands. So it's hard for him to keep up with people who are on their toes, which Keith was clearly on his toes the whole night, and he did his thing. He it was a you know I didn't think anybody. If anything, I was hoping somebody got dropped. You know what I'm saying, just to make the fight a little more exciting. But that didn't happen, even though I thought he was gonna drop Danny. But Danny got a mean chin, so super duper uh, extra cheese respect to. Uh, Danny Swift Garcia, Philly, stand tall. You got your guy did his thing. He'll be back. You never know what's gonna happen. Do I think it deserves a rematch? If if Danny gets a different trainer, not saying his pops isn't a good trainer, his pops did his thing. Obviously, he did a good job because Danny's where he's at now. But to to step up against um opposition like like Keith Thurman and Errol Spence, people who um uh who move around a little more, you know what I'm saying? I think he needs a different trainer. If he gets a different trainer, somebody to help him out to to work on that lateral movement and how to cut off the ring and move around, and then I think he can do it because he got the power, he got the chin, he's smart, and then I would like to see a rematch. But until then, I think it is what it is. Thurman gave him a lesson, did his thing. It wasn't no, it, it wasn't an impressive win. It was just a win. 
So salute to Keith One Time Thurman for doing what he do. And salute to Danny Swift Garcia. He did a great job. Um, came up short, but um, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You are what I like to call a champion, my G. Um, yeah. Uh, I got a couple things I want to talk about here. As you know, I talk random shit. And I'm gonna start doing shorter podcasts just to get just to keep it going. What do y'all think about five minutes? Of everything ignorant. What do you think? Five things of everything ignorant. That's going to be my new... My next podcast is going to be five minutes of everything ignorant. So if you like the ignorant shit, Sean P. Ignorance at its finest. You're going to hear it. But until then, let's talk about some shit. Um, I noticed... I noticed... You ever notice? My name is Jerry, my name is Jerry Seinfeld. You ever notice? Like I can't do a Jerry Seinfeld impression. So fuck it. No Jerry Seinfeld impression. Anyway, what I was saying was, um, you know, like, like you'd be like, yo, that black dude over there or that white, I'm always on this race shit. I don't know why, but because I'm American, this, this, all right, this, this, this is going to get to my point anyway. Like, you'd be like, hey, like, if there's a beef or whatever, it'd be black dudes and white dudes beef or whatever, or just whatever, they'd be like, white boy, that white boy get mad. Like, I remember one instant, like, we was on my block back in the days. And my whole neighborhood, black and Spanish dudes, but there was always this one white family there. And they was talking shit, da-da-da-da, this white family, this, well, the white girl, I can say the whole family, but the white girl was talking shit. And I was like, ah, you just mad because you white. And they lost their fucking mind. The whole house lost their mind because they considered themselves, you know, part of the team. Which they are because we all fucking human, but, you know, you know, just because of ignorant shit, it's, you know, the neighborhood is what it is and they were the only family that was white but i was like y'all just mad because y'all white i sound ignorant i told you ignorant at its finest you know what i'm saying it was just something to say and i said it and that shit hit them hard like they was mad upset like why would they be mad that they white or or a black dude they'd be like oh the black guy or black whatever the fuck but why do people get upset when you point out you know what I'm saying that who, who what, what they are my question to myself was, is it because essentially they just want to be a person? They don't want to be um, just broken down to that one thing because everybody is more than what, you know, whatever's on the outside. You know what I'm saying? That's like a fat person or a super skinny person or a, bro- a brolic person. You might see somebody who's mad diesel cut up and everything strong and automatically you assume that they just stupid because they spend their life in the gym. That's definitely not true because to get in that condition, they have to learn about nutrition and weights and everything and cardio and the heart. And if they're doing it 100 percent. But so when you like so when I said, oh, you just mad because you white, they got upset. And I've seen black people get upset when they be like, oh, the black guy. And they be like, oh, well, I got to be the black guy, motherfucker, because you're the black guy. But you know what I'm saying? So I'm only assuming that people get upset when you point out things like that is because they just want to be considered a person. You know what I'm saying? But we go off of off of visual. We are freaking who we are as humans. We go off of visual. So we point out facts. That's like when you see a pretty person. You can't really... Louis C.K. said it. He said, there's nothing really you can go up to a pretty girl and say other than I want to fuck your face. Because you don't know shit about her. That was pretty goddamn ignorant. Um, anyway, but that's what I'm saying. So, Or is it the intent? You know what I'm saying? Because if it's the A, blackie. 
Like, if you know it's coming with some evil intent or cracker or, you know what I'm saying, these ignorant-ass um, slurs, racial slurs that people throw at each other, but maybe the it's the intent. But if it's not meant with foul intent, if you're just pointing out, be like, oh, it was 50 white people there and it was a, a black dude there, and you'd be like, oh, the black guy. But they still get upset. Or it was 50 black dudes and a white guy, and you know, say the white guy, and they get upset. I just, I think I just basically think it's because at deep down people just want to be considered people, human. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be labeled or put in some silly ass category that makes makes no you know it doesn't define who you are as a person. Therefore, um, let's just try to look past all the the, the superficial shit, people, and just just look at people and you know learn them and you know if, take the time if 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 you really have that. A genuine interest in having to deal with that person or exchange words, learn them, talk to them and stuff before you start judging them. And I guess that's the end of the, that's that's the point of the statement I'm making is learn people before you judge them. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll be surprised. I was talking to some dude who I saw every day, and for every and for the most part, I always thought he was just I don't want to say his job, but. He was doing what he does, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Then I sat down and talked to him, and I he shit, he's a fucking, he's a he's a web designer. He uh, programs fucking computers. He does all kinds of shit that I could never do. So I was like, damn, man, that's just my prejudging, you know what I'm saying? And, and is that prejudice? Ooh, look at me finding the definition of prejudice. <laughs> New word alert. Anyway, um, since we on that race shit. I was thinking about the first time I experienced, like, real racism. I remember, this is bugged out. It's funny. It's fucked up, but it's funny. Me, my whole family, we was coming from, Cal- I don't know if we was, I think we was driving from California, and we stopped, like, in Arizona. You already know where this is going. Now, <laughs> Arizona's hot as hell. The sun is baking, so if you're black under the sun, you're getting blacker. If you brown, you turn him black. Anyway, we checked into a hotel my mother, me, and my sister. Now, if you know me, you've seen my pictures on IG or whatever, you know I ain't black shit. But, and my mother the same thing, my sister the same thing. But my, you know, my family, my pop side is dark. Now, my uncles was driving with us, but they left to go get food. So my mom's checks us into the hotel. We chilling. We get settled into the room. I remember this vaguely because I was super young, but... I do remember it, and <laughs> I remember that we checked in, and we good, and then my uncles came back from getting food, and the guy at the place is like, y'all got to get the fuck up out of here, the the guy at the front desk, and my, we was like, why the fuck we got to leave, and they were like, nah, we don't fuck with black people here, my uncle, <laughs> my uncle has showed up black as a fuck. With a big ass bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken, which just to add to the fucking bullshit. So they were like, yo, and that shit always stuck in my mind because, you know, that's the first time I didn't really understand what it was at the time, but you could get the sense of the vibe because everything was everything was just fine a week ago when it was just me and my moms and my sister. And then a fucking couple of minutes later, my uncle show up, big tall skinny black motherfucker with big ass bucket of KFC and it was a wrap them white motherfuckers was like sorry we won't be having none of that shit here what I'm gonna need you to do boy 
I'm gonna need you to get the fuck up out of here. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, that was the first time that I can remember clearly. It's been a million incidents since then. The most disrespectful one, I think, which was because it was subtle. Um, I was at my job and we was having a meeting in the building where I work. And we was all crouched down because everybody was tired. So we was all sitting, chilling in the corner. It was a nice, it's like a campus. So we was all sitting down in the corner. Um, and everybody in, that was in with us, it was like maybe 20 of us. And it's all Spanish, black, African, West Indian motherfuckers. All of us was just there. All people of, you know what I'm saying? We all come from island type shit, if you, if you get what I'm saying. And... <laughs> so we sitting down, crouched down in a corner, and this tall white dude come by, and he looked at us. He stopped, looked at us, and said, "Damn, all y'all need is some dice and some forties, and y'all be good." And just kept walking. Let me repeat that for you. This tall, skinny white dude just walked up, paused, looked at all twenty of us dead in our eyes, and said, "All y'all need is some dice." And some 40 ounces of beer. And y'all be good. He walked away swift like fucking Batman the Dark Knight. Like he just solved the crime. Like everybody, like he ninja'd us. He hit us with the fucking, the box cutter quick in the throat. And everybody just stood there like, I guess I was the first one to catch it. Because I looked at the guy who was having the meeting with us, the, the guy in charge. And I said, yo, wasn't that shit kind of racist? And he it was a Jamaican dude. Um, damn, I can't say his name. Anyway, he said... Damn, you might be right. That shit was kind of low-key racist. And I was like, hell yeah. And everybody in the group looked at us like, what? Because he did it so swift. So be careful for them. Be careful out there. There's a lot of ninja racist motherfuckers who hit you with the low-key shit. And then you get home and you start crying like, oh. <laughs> he got me <laughs> because he was so swift about it. So shout out to all you swift-ass, slick, racist motherfuckers who say shit that I don't get for a few minutes. The delayed racism. Um, let's keep, let's keep it, let's keep it the theme of race, uh, gentrification. Um, you know how they do in Brooklyn, how they did Harlem. And for people who don't realize it, um, if you're from Patterson, New Jersey, they do it too there. Like there's a section over there that they converted, like Patterson's the slums. Don't get it twisted. If you, if you know, if you listening to this and you want to know where I'm from, just Google Patterson, New Jersey. It's the slums. Fact. But there's a section over there where these people, these, uh, hey, it is what it is, fucking no disrespect, but these white people come and they buy up certain properties, whatever, and they convert them into certain things, which is great. Now, I don't understand how gentrification works. Somebody teach me, because I see it going on at all, all the time. Like in my job right now, the whole neighborhood, people are getting kicked out. They raise the rent so that they can't afford it. And then people swoop in and then they take over. My question is, who decides, let's gentrify, is that the word, gentrify this section, like, let's go over here, this is da-da-da-da, and I want to say, can we stop it, but then I don't want to stop it, because you don't want to just um, keep people segregated, <clears throat> oh my god, excuse me, you don't want to keep people segregated, you want to, everybody to get together, if you're a human, a, a, a compassionate human, a human who wants, you know, people to get along, then you don't mind people moving in and everybody getting along. But when they take over, 
that's where the problem is. You're like, okay, you you seen you act act like you appreciate us or you want us, you know, want to be a part of us, but then you take us over, take over, and you kick us out. We can't afford it. Um. So my question is, we do the same thing. We do the same. Let me let's say let's say for example, like immigrants come over from another country, they take over like Chinatown and everything. They do the same thing. You know. I don't know. This is a hard one because maybe it's just my people that just don't do that shit. Because we do do it, but we turn it into the slums. I've li- I've yet to see a affluent um, Dominican community. If it exists, somebody tell me. Leave me a comment. Let me know. Other than the Dominican Republic, let me know somewhere in America where the neighborhood is all Spanish-speaking people, or and it's freaking just. Everybody's doing well, and the schools are good. The neighborhood, no crime. Let me know, and not that, and and that they did that intentionally. You know what I'm saying? That their intention was like, let's go to this neighborhood, make it ours, make the school system, start businesses, and all that stuff. I want. I have yet to see that. I'm, I know for a fact that um, black people in America had it, like the whole Wall Street shit, North Carolina, and everything. Do the history on the on the black Wall Street. That's what it was, and then. They just got murdered you know, because of evilness. But um, yeah, I'm just anyway. Um, I need to see. Can you reverse that gentrification or just create your own community? Because I because I have yet to see it. I have yet to see it. I've seen whole Spanish like like you can see a whole Mexican hood, but that shit is the slums too. Because these motherfuckers are just slums. Dominic, uh, my my neighborhood, a lot of Dominicans is a Spanish motherfucker, but it's the hood. I have yet to see a, 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 a an affluent one. I guess I hope I'm using that word right, and everybody's doing well. Anyway, let me know in the comments. How do we freaking come up, get better, do better? Um, and don't say that the hood is the hood and it, it stays the hood because you know who Neil deGrasse Tyson, the astrophysicist. He's a fucking perfect example. He came from the fucking Bronx. And he grew up in the Bronx that was the Bronx. Like, Bronx is burning. He grew up in a fucked up time. And he came out. And he's the he's the man. Google, you have to know Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's the fucking man. So good shit does come out of the hood, man. Don't get it twisted. Um, on to some uh, political shit. Um... Uh, I was wondering, all these nuclear shit, here I go with my nuclear shit. Um, can America be taken over? Can it be invaded and stuff? Like, can they literally, like, what are the chances that they could come to our land and do something? Like, I don't, like, I don't see how that can happen. I mean, it, I'm sure it could happen because it happens all throughout history. I just, I, that's just a question. I don't have nothing behind that. Just, just, just a question and stuff. That's all. That's all. Holla at you, boy. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Pete Powers, Marshall Wall. Find me in the 90s, volume two. Anybody listening, Google. Go to Audio Mac and get find me in the find me in the 90s mixtape, volume two. Pete Powers, Marshall Wall. That mixtape is fire, son. Just so you know. If you're into hip hop, especially if you like that 90s hip hop shit, fuck with that. That shit is dope. Um I'm going to talk about people that I hate real quick. And if you're listening, then you know it is you. Because I hate people who don't engage in theoretical questions or just ponder life at length with, you know, no matter how 
exaggerated the topic is. Like, this is why it's hard for me to find a, a somebody to um to partner up with me on this podcast. Like, I do want to have a partner. I want to have somebody that can go back and forth with me. But nobody likes to talk retarded shit, and that's my shit. I don't like to talk just sports. I don't like to talk just music. I don't like to talk just things. I my brain functions the way this fucking podcast functions. It's real fucking ignorant. It bounces from place to place. It really doesn't have a, uh, a direction. Maybe it's my ADD. Maybe my fucking uh, attention deficit shit. Because I sure as hell can't focus. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's, I, I hate people who don't sit down. You'd be like, what if this? What if this? I like the what if. And if there's aliens, or how would they survive? And how would they come and get deep into those conversations? But... I'm just here talking to you by myself. Imagine, because then if I start answering my own questions, I'm a fucking, I'm a maniac. I can't say, yo, you think there's aliens? Uh, maybe. Well, why do you think they're going to get here? I don't know. I'm going to sound like a freaking retard. So anybody want to volunteer, holler at me. I, I come through. We do an episode. But I need some people who like to fucking venture off in their brain. Somebody who, who ain't scared of uh, uh, retarded talk. Shout out to all the retarded people out there. Is that negative to say? Giving a shout out to people who are retarded? That's not negative, is it? That's positive shit. I'm giving big, I'm bigging them up. What the fuck? Um, if you have listened to any of my past podcasts, you might know that I've been trying to write a novel, right? It's a, I guess it's a children's novel. Children's book, I guess. Because it's a, it, 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 the story revolves around three, um, Three, one, two, three. Yeah, about three or four or five. A few kids on some adventure shit. I think it'll be good once it's finished, hopefully. Um, damn, my coffee got cold. I'm upset. I'm going to have to need a refill in a minute. Um, but the problem with writing this thing, I have at the moment, I've had major, major, major writer's block. Inspiration, I'm not inspired right now. Like, it, it, and it sucks because the book is on my mind every day. I'm thinking about it. Like, all right, I'm all right. I'm all right. I pull up my Mac every day. I'll pull up my iPhone, whatever, and I pull up the story and I look at it. Hold on one second. Pardon self. So I pull up my Mac every day. I pull up my story every day. And what end up what ends up happening is I'll go back and I and I skim through the story. And I end up changing little things, but I never go back to where I stopped and continue writing. I'm stuck at a certain point. So it's, it's fucking a pain in the ass. It sucks because I really want to get to writing this shit. Now my question is, should I just write to write like I did in the beginning? Because what I did was I just started writing and I wouldn't stop. I didn't look back. I didn't put punctuation marks. I didn't do nothing. I just wrote, 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 wrote to get the story going. Somebody told me that a few years back. They said, just write. Write, write, write until you can't write no more. And then you can go back and edit and all that stuff. But now I'm on a major writing block. Like super major. I don't know if it's because I have too many things going on in my life. My brain is not focused. Maybe I should put down my, my drum machine and stop making beats. Maybe I should stop trying to uh, change my career. Maybe I should stop. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is. I got to focus. If I want to get it done, I wanted to have it done by Christmas. Can it be done by Christmas? Of course, if I write every day and everything. But this is just a rough, the first rough draft. So I don't know. Um, just wish me luck, man. 
Any ideas, any suggestions on how to break out of this writer's block? Any um, tools, any writers out there that happen to be come across this podcast and have information for me? Let me know. I want to get it done. Um, and when you get into those, this is another shit. Like, I forgot who I was watching, but they had dementia. That's what it's called, dementia or dementia, when you start losing your fucking mind. Have you ever sat down? And just got caught so deep up in your thoughts that you're like, damn, I can't escape. Am I the only person who does that shit? Like, like I remember back in the 90s and I was blazing some some tough weed. And, and this is when I was doing that shit. And um, I guess the shit was so potent because the next thing I know, I'm saying my name over and over and over again. I'm like, this can't be my fucking name. And I just got caught deep in thought and started losing it. So I, I was like, I wonder if that's how people go crazy. Like, they just start thinking too much. Maybe they have too much going on in their brain. Like, because there's certain people, like, super intelligent people. Like, not saying I'm super intelligent or anything, but there's people who think so much or so introspective, maybe is the word I'm looking for. Like, they're so constantly in their brain. And that's how they go crazy. That short of taking an acid, LSD type shit, but... um. I just wonder how do people get dementia? Like, how do they? How can they not find their way out of their brain? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because reality is right there in front of you. But then again, when you're so deep in your thoughts, I guess those lines get blurred, and you don't know what reality and what's in your mind. It's a, it's a scary thing because the shit does happen where you see old people sitting somewhere and then they forget where they are, or who they are, or who their family members are. Now, I just wonder: are they just lost in their brain or and? and and they can't get out because yeah, your brain is deep, man. That shit is. Imagine you ever look into somebody's eyes. When you look into somebody's eyes, that shit is tough. I realize that's why a lot of people wear sunglasses. They don't like people looking into them. You know and saying, but I feel uncomfortable when I have sunglasses on and I'm looking at somebody. I feel like they're looking at me like, oh, this guy's phony. He's scared to look into my eyes. So I take my sunglasses off and I look them in the eyes and shit. And you can see a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's hard to look at somebody. You might look at. And be like, oh, this motherfucker's evil. I, this is one dude I work with. I'm scared to look in his motherfucking eyes. I've never talked to this motherfucker, but I'm going to tell you right now. There's certain people listening to this podcast that know who the fuck I'm talking about. And that motherfucker we talking about, he murdered at least 677 people this morning alone. Every time I see him, I'm like, fuck that. And I ain't a small dude. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? You're going to fight me, you're going to have a problem for a minute. Even though I can't fight, but you might beat my ass, but it's going to be a minute. It's going to be a problem. But this motherfucker, he looked like he'll just wait for me to take one second nap and then slit my throat with a banana peel. I ain't fucking with him. He looked like he came back from the military. And once you come back from that, Hacksaw Ridge, motherfucker. Hacksaw Ridge. Anyway, um, yeah, dementia. You know, I don't know. It's a crazy, 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 crazy uh, way of living, man. Just the brain is, and the eyes is like, I don't know. It's tense. Life in general is is hard. So you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, life in general is hard. You think you have struggles and stuff, and but then you see people. Like I don't want to, you know. So I don't want to. I don't want my day or my mood to be determined by somebody else's sadness, you know what I'm saying? Like, people be like, oh, this person is doing way worse than you are, so you shouldn't complain. I'm like, but damn, that's fucked up. Why should my why should my happiness or mood depend on 
somebody else's sadness. You know what I'm saying? I know every a lot of people are doing worse than me, clearly. But that's just a fucked up that's just a fucked up way of being. How did I get there? I don't know. But um Yeah, I was watching a movie. Look at that shit. I'm just changing subjects. Fuck it. My podcast, I do what the fuck I want to do. Hate the genius, motherfucker. Don't hate me. Hate the motherfucking genius. Um, yeah. Ah, uh, it's early in the morning, and I'm sitting right here. I'm looking at my TV, wondering what the fuck's going on. Um, yeah, I was watching a movie. I'm trying to think what fuck movie was it I watched. Anyway, there's certain movies that are so fucking horrible. You know, like the, like the Incredible Hulk. The first Incredible Hulk movie was horrible, but I saw it in the movie theaters twice. I saw it on TV who knows how many times. And no matter how many times I see it, the shit is corny. But I keep watching it. There's so many movies like that that I'm like, this movie sucks. Why am I watching it? Is it like that whole train wreck shit? I don't know, but tell me I'm lying. There's movies that you know are terrible, but... It's like one of the movies you go to when you bored or something. You put that shit on, watch it, and the whole time you're like, this movie sucks. But you still fucking watch it. Or am I the only fucking retard that does that? Let me know. Point at your fucking headphones right now. If you're listening to this, wherever you're listening at, if you're listening to this on the speaker, just point at the speaker and say, yep. Point at it and say, yeah, you're retarded. Um, uh, since we're on movie shit, uh... The Oscars went the other day. They had that big commotion. This is this. Is, so now you got a time frame of when I did this, um, the Oscars shit. But anyway, the Casey Affleck dude, Casey Affleck, he got an award. Nate Parker, he didn't even get fucking any type of acknowledgement. They both had issues like sexual um, cases, like assault or. Whatever the problem with this is, Casey Affleck had to pay the people off. Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother, white dude, he paid the lady off on some, you know, settle out of court. That's usually an admission of guilt, or you just don't want to deal with the problem. Either way, it doesn't look good for him. Nate Parker got accused of something that he was found not guilty of 20-something years ago, and they ran him through the fucking mud because of that shit. I don't know if it was because he's the content of the movie was the Nat Turner movie. Roman Polanski, that's another motherfucker who who still gets nominated and shown love and everything, and he got all kinds of fucked up past. That's just blatant racism to me, like on some on some fucked up shit, man. So it's fucked up. Anyway, shout out to Nate Parker. Hold your head up, man. Um, all you other motherfuckers, you know you're wrong. That's devil shit in your heart. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't treat people like that. Oscars. And at the end of the day, who the fuck cares? I said it before. Why the fuck is black people so worried about the Oscars, man? You know what I'm saying? For what? They got the Latin Grammys. Latin. You, there's enough Latin motherfuckers or Spanish-speaking people that they made their own Grammys. Black motherfuckers, it's enough for you to do the same shit. Make your own Oscars. You got Will Smith. You got fucking... Uh, Oprah Winfrey, you got Diddy, Jay-Z, all these motherfuckers got enough money to be like, you know what, let's, and I know I talked about this before, but make your own award event, and you invite all the black people, nominate all them, and on top of that, invite all the white people too, invite them, nominate them if they're deserving, but at least you know there's a fair balance, because clearly, 
you know, you're not going to be racist about it. You're going to come in with, because you know what it feels like to be treated a certain way. So anybody listening, make this suggestion. Just start a new one. The Oscars started, and they're prestigious because they started however many years ago. Fuck it. Start it now. So that in 50 years, this fucking, the black Oscars, don't call it the black anything either. That's what y'all fuck up. They'd be like, uh, black this or black. No, just make it about you and about people. But control it. And set that shit off, man. So we could call it the... Give it a real generic fucking stereotypic black name, the award, the, the Tyrone Awards and shit. That's fucked up, right? <laughs> nah, but you know what the fuck the point I'm getting at. Do that shit. Um, shout out to uh, Remy Ma versus Nicki Minaj. I know y'all all onto this shit right now. Um, now uh, Foxy Brown came out with a diss. Remy Ma went and did her thing. To me, the shit was whack, but she did say some shit. Nikki's not going to say shit back. She shouldn't. Shut the fuck up. Just keep making your money. She's not going to win. There's no win for her. Because, you know, what What can you possibly do? Um, Just do it, whatever it is you do. Um, Remy, Nikki, Remy Ma was talking about Nikki's ass blowing up, about Meek Mill. Fucking, it, this this shit is just crazy right now. I do like diss records and shit, but this shit was whack. I like Foxy's diss record, even though it's clear she didn't write that shit. Um, do I really care about that? I, I thought I cared about it. I don't think I care about that shit that much. You know what I'm saying? One thing I do care about, and this is very important for you people paying attention. I need y'all to really focus on this because this is world issues. I was in downtown the other day. And no, that's bullshit. I'm lying. I was in the mall the other day. And I saw for the first time in my life a fat mannequin. Can you believe that shit? A fat mannequin. How upset is that fucking mannequin? The mannequin's like, God damn, I don't even have a choice. I can't go to the gym. Now I'm a fucking fat mannequin? It's fucked up. I mean, I guess you gotta display the clothes. And it makes sense because, you know, fat motherfuckers, I know when I go to the store and I be like, Oh, that clothes looks good. I'm going to buy that shit. But it look good because it's on a skinny mannequin. When I put that shit on, I look like a fucking potato. I don't want to hear that shit. I look like a fucking, like I'm sitting down. You know you fat when everywhere you go, you look like you sitting down. That's a problem. <laughs> That's fucked up. You know you're fat when everywhere you go, you look like you fucking having a seat. So yeah, I saw a fat mannequin. That shit impressed me. I was like, God damn it. The times done changed. Times and change on this side. This shit is crazy. Fat mannequins and all kinds of shit. Now, flash forward to 2017. Am I in, am I at where I want to be in life? Hell no. Can you pinpoint the time in life where you were supposed to turn left, but you made a right, so now you're at where you at? Does that make sense? Let me repeat that. Can you pinpoint the time in your life where you went left, where you should have went right, so now you are where you're at? I can. And it came to me the other day because I'm listening to fucking some Pandora and I put R&B, like classic R&B. And I'm listening to some R&B shit. And what comes on on the radio? I want to rock with you, baby. All night long. I want to roll with you. Being so strong, rocking, rolling, rolling, rock, thinking sweet love. Who that? Bobby Brown. 
rock and roll, you know, the Don't Be Cruel album, which was dope. And I was like, all right, because, and I got a feeling. I was like, damn, I felt this before. I was like, but what is that feeling? And the feeling was that of a time where I didn't have responsibilities. All I had was options. Don't get it twisted. I'm still in Patterson. Neighborhood, everything around me is fucked up. Everybody around me is doing bad. But I had options then, like real decisions to make. I tell my son about this now. I'd be like, listen, this is the time you better make them fucking moves because it's critical. Because if you make the wrong turn, make the wrong decision, you're going to end up where the fuck I'm in the, I ended up at, which is not a great place. So, yeah, 1988. With the year the album came out, and I didn't realize it was so long ago, but I was like 88. All right, I did definitely didn't have no responsibilities, but I was in a fucked up neighborhood. And I said, but I could have made choices. I could have went to school. I could have actually paid attention in school. I could have did this and this and that. So think back. If you're not where you're at, where you're supposed to be, can you remember the time or the year? Because I, I actually remember it was 88. That was the year I was supposed to be like I was supposed to wake up, but. Due to circumstances and surroundings and bad choices and bad um, guidance, it is what it is. Now I'm playing catch-up. Um, how Big Pun said, Stash Magician could have went to college and been a mathematician. Bad decisions kept me out the game. Now I'm strictly out for cream, doing things to fiends I doubt you ever dream. My team's the meanest that you've ever seen, measured by the heaven's kings down to the devil's mezzanine. It's that. And 1988, the year was great. So I'm playing catch up. Um, what else can we talk about here, people? Um, all that to say is do your thing, man. Get right, people. You don't wanna you don't wanna waste time, man. Do do what you have to do. Look at US. Yo, South Korea's throwing missiles. They threw four missiles. They really trying to throw fucking missiles at us, man. This shit is retarded. And and people love to fight, go to war and shit. I don't know, man. This people, this world is is going to crap. This world is going to crap. Um, I don't know. I know I need a coffee refill. Anybody want to come join me with for a cup of coffee? Caramel cream. That shit is banging. <laughs> Bill Paxton died. I don't know if I talked about it last time, but rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Weird Science, one of my favorite fucking movies. Now, that movie is fucking awesome. That shit is not garbage. Y'all want to watch a good movie? Go watch Weird Science, goddammit. Oh, shit, I saw Logan yesterday, the Wolverine movie. Holy shit. And I saw it in Dolby, in a Dolby theater. That shit was great. Gory, crazy, crazy fucking movie. It was a great fucking Wolverine movie. 97-year-old twin sisters leave world as they entered it together. That's dope. 19, 97-year-old twins die together. You know what I'm saying? You're 97, and you came in the way you came. You left the way you came in. I can't be mad at that. Shout out to all my dead people who died at 19 and died at 97 years old and can't hear me because you're dead. Shout out to you. Wow. I'm looking at the news here. There's a lot of death. Death. Wow. Did you know that a guy jumped into a pool of motor oil and immediately regretted it? I would too, because you are a asshole. Oh man. What else? 
Donald Trump wiretap claim could be a matter that brings down the president for former U, a former CIA analyst says. Donald Trump is a retard. And I take that back immediately because the CIA is listening. The NSA is listening. Shout out to all my NSA homies. Shout out to all my FBI homies. Shout out to all you guys paying attention. Shout out to Google. Shout out to all you elite fucking big brother motherfuckers. I don't want no drama with you. You are too cool for school. Am I talking shit? I am. I am. God damn it, I am. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow is a day without a woman. So, if you hear this before then, I suggest you participate. This is mostly for, uh, from what I understand, for women of color. So, all my colorful women. Is white a color? I don't know, because if it's white's a color, then all you white people get down too. But, um, yeah, Day Without a Woman, they did a Day Without a Mexican, and it was lovely. I cannot front, because I was like, God damn it. All you little ladies with soccer outfits. Why the fuck these motherfuckers wear soccer outfits? Why is there always a little girl with a fucking wedding dress and a soccer t-shirt in the fucking supermarket? I don't get it. That shit's crazy. They'll wear anything. Cowboy boots? <laughs> Mexican motherfuckers are crazy. Anyway. um, Yeah. This is life, man. This is life. Again, I'm not here to waste your time. And if I am here and you are listening to me, I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this shit. Uh, Yeah, five minute everything ignorant podcast. All things ignorant coming soon. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying. Um, I hope you learned something. I hope you didn't learn something. I hope you did whatever the fuck you did while you did it, because that means you alive. So, shout out to everybody. This is Felix. Signing off. Remember, if you don't like me, that's cool. If you don't want to listen, that's cool. But don't hate me. Hate the genius. Hate the genius who created this shit. Hate the genius podcast. Mighty FP, Patterson Coke. And as always, I add a motherfucker so you ignorant people hear me. Out.